you and I decided we were going to take our space and what happened. Yeah, and then I got into an entanglement with August, an entanglement with August, an entanglement with August, an entanglement, an entanglement, an entanglement with August, an entanglement with August, an entanglement with August, an entanglement, an entanglement, an entanglement with August, an entanglement with August, an entanglement with August, an entanglement, an entanglement, an entanglement with August. Into an entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. With August. With August. An entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. If you thought you were done hearing about entanglements, this podcast ain't for you. If you'd vote for Trump over Kanye West, this podcast ain't for you. And if you're still pronouncing that word for an internet joke as Mimi, this podcast ain't for you. Welcome. How you, Hello. How you doing? <laughs> I hope you're doing well. How Does am I sound doing? like we're doing well? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're not even, I don't want to say quarantining, but, you know, America still sucks. But <laughs> anywho, welcome to You Mad It's a Meme, the podcast where we discuss the things you thought you gave a fuck about. This is your boy, Chuck. And Jordan. Yeah, man. And this is episode, like, 29. You know, killing it. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we're we're trying, fucking crushing it. Hey, man, we're doing what we can. Shit <laughs> is moving all around us. Uh, you know, I have a one month old daughter. Uh, it has been fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, man, it, it's been a blast. Uh, I have a little sassy savage in my daughter. Uh, she is fine. She is healthy. She has like a, a little belly thing, like a little baby hernia, I guess, once when like the belly button, like it protrudes out. It's <laughs> like, I don't know. It's probably about the size of like if you put your fingers together and do like this, that's how far, how far it's out. And it scares <laughs> the shit out of me. But we go to the doctor uh, Tuesday. That's going to be the first thing I do. It's like, look at this shit. What do we do about this? What you going to do? <laughs> Uh, back in the old times, uh, when I was babies and shit, they would put uh, a dollar on, like a coin dollar, a dollar. yeah, mm-hmm. uh, on a baby's stomach, tape that shit down. But that's not what you're supposed to do. So we got to wait for the doctor to get the real shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, other than that, been doing all right. How about you? I've been chilling. <laughs> Enjoying my life. Yeah, man. <laughs> to the fullest. Live your best life, man. That's all I can say about that. Uh, how's Sorry, your fork? NASCAR out here. I mean, it happens. You live in the hood, so uh, <laughs> you're doing your best. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, man, let, let's address the elephant in the room. All right. Uh, this is what everybody has been discussing. Uh, non-stop and everybody has an opinion yeah whether you understood what it was or not because i've already i've been texted three different times by people who don't follow black twitter but have asked me (laughs) what the hell is going on (laughs) yeah so the only way you cannot know is not i don't expect you to know the full story but you're living under a rock if you ain't heard entanglement at least once in the last three days (laughs) big facts uh so let's let's just give you the rundown on what is going on uh will smith uh, is married to the lovely uh, Jada Pickett Smith. Uh, over the years, they've there's been rumors and speculations that they have this open marriage, and they call themselves having a partnership instead of a, a marriage. Uh, they're basically like black hippies. Uh, everybody looks at them, but they're like relationship goals. They're always together. They have amazing children. Uh, Will Smith is, you know, an icon and one of you know the best actors. I want to say best actors, best movie stars. Uh, we've seen his rise to fame. And, you know, it's just cool to see a black power couple, basically. Uh, and over the past few weeks, uh, it has come out that August Alsina, which is an R&B artist, uh, was in a relationship with Jada Pickett-Smith. Uh, 
and he does an interview with Angela Yee, and uh, we'll clip in a little piece of what the fuck he was saying, but he uh, basically comes out and says, you know, I was fucking Jada, and we're, we're in a relationship. Uh, and the internet got in everybody's ass about it. <laughs> Keep going? Okay, and so... Uh, Would you like me to pick up? I'll pick yeah. up. So the internet wanted to know and wanted to have answers because Jada's brand and something that her and Will have kind of portrayed over the last couple of years is transparency and openness, I guess, to an extent. And one of the the ways that Jada um, builds that brand is through her show on Facebook watch (laughs) called Red Table Talk, where they're notorious for having super over open conversations um, it originally kind of was like a mom, a daughter generational thing where her, her mother and her daughter would sit and talk about topics that sometimes mother daughters find hard to talk about taboo subjects, just things that she felt like her daughter should know, whatever, very transparent. So she tweets, there's some healing that needs to be done. I'm taking myself to the red table. She then Gets on the red table with Will, who's only been on there periodically. He comes and goes. And they have an open discussion about not only that she confirmed that she did have a relationship with August Alcina recently-ish, four years ago. um, But that Will did know about it. And then just discuss the details of it, how it happened, how it ended, where they are now. And um, there were some choice words used. For one, Jada described her relationship with August, who August described it as pure love and that he could die tomorrow knowing that he had given someone the love that he gave her. Meanwhile, Jada called it an entanglement several times to the point where Will had to say an entanglement, huh? (laughs) And they concluded the discussion with... (laughs) Their own version of a tagline from one of Will's most famous movies <laughs> that they said together, proving that they probably say it a lot. <laughs> uh, we ride together. We die together. Bad marriage for life. <laughs> yep. And then yeah. their discussion concludes. It's only about a 13 minute long video. And thus the internet then has a field day with it. <laughs> yeah. And let me, let me go ahead and hop on my soapbox y'all. Cause, uh, this shit I'm already me. rolling my eyes. <laughs> uh, number one, I don't give a fuck what's going on. Don't get in other people's marriage. I don't give a fuck. Don't discuss it. Whatever. But on the other hand, the shit got out. August decided to be a little hard. This is I'm mad at August Alcina. I'm not here for the oh Jada shouldn't have did it and um she whatever like putting the blame on Jada. This shit is 100% on August because, number one, you knew Jada was married. Whether they were going through some shit, whether they were separated, the fact still remains that they were married. So you knew it was a possibility they could still get back together. And even if you did enjoy that ride with Jada Pickett-Smith, it's one of the most beautiful women walking, you then come out like a, a but her puppy. Like, you, this is guy code, dog. Like, you... You the boyfriend number two. Pleasure B had a whole song about this shit. My nigga, like, enjoy your moment. Uh, get the get the cooch. Even if you catch feelings, okay, that's cool. But once when it's over, it's over. The motherfucker was married. Take your ass on somewhere. Don't start making songs. Don't start doing all that extra shit. Because we ain't got time for it. You just outed one of the, you know, most picture-perfect families. For what? Clout. It, I, it, to me, it just seems like you just wanted attention. Why the fuck was you talking to Angela Yee anyways? Shit. To it, get his, continue. It, it all it seems like he was coming out with a project. He wanted some fame. He wanted a little attention. So he was like, oh yeah, a few years ago, I was fucking with Jada. Like, Will probably was fucking bitches too. It's a rumor that him and Margot Robbie been kicking it. They stopped su- uh, Suicide Squad or some shit because of a dispute they had. I think uh, Suicide Squad Loki got an orgy going on. I think they trade partners all through that st- that staff that cast. Very well, maybe. But the thing is, Margot ain't going around saying, "Oh yeah, Will was eating my ass two weeks ago." 
Nah, you leave that shit on set. You leave that shit in Barbados or whatever fucking weird island rich people go to. You don't take that shit to the media. I feel like it's tacky and tasteless. Okay, I get it. Yes. <laughs> tacky and tasteless. I'll give you that. So, a couple of things. Did you watch the August Alcina interview at all? I watched the clip where he was talking about fucking Jay. But you didn't see nothing around it. Nah. So, um, they used that clip to bump that like crazy. Because he talked about a lot of shit in there. A lot of deep shit. Basically, the interview was about kind of reintroducing him because he's disappeared for a while because he got really sick. He had a lot of tragic shit happen to him and whatever. So it was supposed to be like a an open conversation with Angela Yee because on they and not explicitly they didn't say this in the interview, but it's typical one on one publicity. I'm sure his managers got with Angela Yee and more than likely Angela Yee's probably about to try to start doing this shit because Charlemagne's already doing it and she needs another avenue. His lip service is only going to go so far. And we all know the Breakfast Club's days are numbered. Yeah. But, um, so it was more like a expose on, because, you know, he was on the rise and then just kind of disappeared. So it was more on that the that tip. And I believe he was asked or like, yeah. So he Andrew just did ask him. So it was more about addressing that. Now, he said a lot <laughs> with his reply. With that being said, now it's out there. People are going to talk about this shit. They literally did a whole video about their marriage. People are allowed to talk about it. They're celebrities. We talk about this all the time. I don't know why you so butthurt <laughs> about people having an opinion about their marriage because that's what it is to be in the public eye. We have literally talked about this a million times. But... My thing is, uh, when it comes to, I don't like, you can only talk so much. Like, some people just talking out their ass, and specifically on Facebook when I was seeing the shit, I really didn't check Twitter about the entanglement shit. But, fam, just say ha-ha and keep it moving. Like, motherfuckers have 100-page discussions on what's right and what's wrong with marriage. They marry. They the motherfuckers. They've already said and discussed. They don't have so that's why, to me, it really doesn't fucking matter if people have opinions about it. It's not going to affect Will and Jada. People been having opinions about them. Hey, man, you never know, man. They might cancel Red Table Talk over this shit, cuz. Well, cancel it, hell. It's, it's all table. fake bullshit anyway. But my next thing, I, I, so I appreciate what Will and Jada provide, but I have always found them to be a little performative in a lot of the shit that they do. Like, look at us. We're so fucking different and alternative. <laughs> we do crazy shit. We let our kids go roll around naked in the grass <laughs> like type hippies. And that it just, I don't find it all that. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Original. Anyway. But this is um, the thing, though. Uh, in the black community, we only have so many couples that. That's very true. That's very true. So you got the Jay-Z and Beyonce, and when that cheating scandal happened, it shattered everybody's heart. Like, oh, the perfect couple. You got uh, Obama and Moshelle, Will and Jada. Moshelle. Moshelle, yeah. And uh, <laughs> shit. Oh, uh, it's Chrissy Teigen ain't black, is she? <laughs> I think she's 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 Thai. Nah. But she got she has some black in her, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So maybe them, but you know, it's only so many couples we have to look up to and shit. Half of them are in the entertainment industry. So it sucks to see. I think that's why it's such a big deal is because we don't have that much and everyone always has a scandal. Obama and Michelle are the only ones that are quote, quote, perfect. And shit, 10 years from now, fucking wood. we'll find out. I think the biggest thing about that whole like being perfect thing is understanding that you're not perfect. And not trying to be that. And then you can't set yourself up for failure. That's a whole different conversation. Moving on. I. A couple things about Jada. Mm -hmm. um, yes. August is a grown ass man. Yes. He knew what he got himself into. Based on what Jada said. During Red Table Talk. Based on how sensitive August Alcina seems. I feel like. She was the more emotionally mature and responsible person 
in that situation. And it mm. felt like she took advantage of that situation because she literally said, I was attracted to him to heal him because this is my son's homeboy that was showing up and he was really sick because he, he was physically ill. He was dealing with a disease at the time that I think he still has some chronic illness, like a, um, with like an uh, immune situation. Um, so they were like teaching him how to like eat and like prepare his body better to like fight that better yeah. outside of like medicinal things. So that was their relationship. She had a motherly bond to him, which makes this whole thing creepy for me that I can't get past. Like, it just feels like, and I guess there was an attraction there eventually, but where was that transition and how did that work beyond the situation? Because both Will and Jada said, we were done with each other. Will said, I was done with your ass (laughs) multiple times. (laughs) And they were separated. So for the terms of separation, all that shit works. Fine. I don't give a fuck. Do your thing. And then if you are able to move on past that and truly move on past that, because Will seemed a little bitter still. He seemed a little bit bitter. But he did say, I already got your ass back. Which uh, for me, I we've talked about that before too. I'm not big on the like keeping a, a score. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like a scoreboard in a relationship. That shit don't make sense. If you forgive, you forgive and that's it. You got to drop it. You can't retaliate. That's a different story. If that is what worked for your marriage, fine. What is makes my spine cringe is what was their relationship before this affair technically started? How did it transition to what it was? And then it sounds like she just dropped his ass. And at the end of the day, he's a grown ass man. He should be able to handle that shit. But I think that shit took a toll on his ass. And then she said, we're coming to the table to heal. She did not address him or his feelings, August feelings whatsoever. Now, it does seem like she felt like disrespected by the way that he handled it. That's valid. But at the end of the day, it kind of seemed like she just cast his ass aside. Like, thanks for the good times when I was broken. Have a nice life. But in a sense, isn't that what the fuck you're supposed to do? What? Just so he's just a thing. He's just a tool for her to get through what she's going through. That's what it feels like. But he should have known the rules of engagement before he fucked around with her. At the he end of the day, have, but that's is, where the her taking advantage of the situation comes into so play, in my opinion. Say, you have a guy you're talking to. Y'all are fuck buddies. Just that. Now you catch feelings. But he moves on. Is it his obligation to apologize to you because you caught feelings? What you're missing, though, what I'm talking about is not I don't I don't see them as equals. And when they're not equals, someone's taking advantage in that situation and then casting aside. And then she didn't even address the fact that she did that, but said she was going to heal. I don't see any healing that happened from that talk. They literally just said, so that's what happened. Y'all have fun. Bad marriage for life. Yep. Fuck it. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, because what you said yeah that's true like no it's not it's not my it's not his obligation whatever whatever that's a completely that's that's not you, what i'm i'm talking about there's there was a power struggle and i think so okay and i think it's undeniable to to ignore i don't really give a fuck that she had an affair while they were separated that's that's what the fuck happens and i would expect anybody the way that will and jada talk about each other to be able to move past that i don't give a fuck about that shit Cool. Good for y'all. And I don't think this will be the last time that it'll happen. Because like they said, one of the only things that they talked about in there that I actually did like is they, and they have discussed this multiple times, are the ebbs and flows of a long relationship and what you have to do to work through the ebbs and get back to where you were. That shit is a struggle. It's tough. There are no right answers. And what works for you is not going to work for other people. It is what it is. But that part doesn't even bother me. And I know that because after this, August has been wilding since it happened. And he did it to himself because he's the one that brought it up. So now people are going to talk about him and his role in the situation or whatever. Because something else to bring up is <laughs> right after the Red Table talk came out, someone um, posted like a screen grab or something that Kiki Palmer had posted with August in his car on some real like 
when you're riding with a dude and they won't take pictures with you, but you, you just take pictures of yourself in the car so they in the background type shit. Mm-hmm. And so some girl was like, but is this August in the car with you? And Kiki was like, yeah, girl, you reach it hard. Like, I never, I'm never, um, what did she say? Like, I've never denied my friendship with August, but that's all it ever was. At which point he went the fuck off and was like, and that's why I would never be with your ass. Yada, yada, yada. And he like did everything he could to like put her down. Um, he said, she said, yes, girl, August was never my man, LOL. That's why you're still reaching to this day to figure out nothing. And he retweeted and said, you absolutely right. I was never your man. You couldn't possibly never shorty. <laughs> it seems you mad. You got curved, but your friends are the reason for that. They showed me an endless thread of texts and pics of me that you sent worried about who I date and begged me to not further disturb your mental instability. And then he went on just talking about Kiki and claimed that she had been like, Subtweeting him about the situation for months or whatever. And so August Dostina is the last of the emotional. Like I'd rather take a toxic Chris Brown, a toxic future, not some emo like this. I don't want to say bitch shit, but like dog, you ain't got to do all that. It's that necessary. It's just it's very obvious to me that he is one of the most sensitive motherfuckers on this planet. And he is hurt. Ain't no healing happened. That was some hurt people, hurt people type shit. Well, he need to get the fuck out the paint. Let's get him to get out. At the end of the day, that's the, 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 the only person's responsibility to heal that is his at this point. I just feel like Jada don't need to sit here and act like she cares. And she don't need to sit here and act like she ain't mad neither. Cause she said in the red table talk, she was like, you know, and I just don't get it. I don't know why he's bringing it up now. And she was trying to be like real chill about it. But the fact is, she's hot that he he got on the interview and said something. Yeah, I mean, you you get put on front street. You you and Will were probably in a good place. Will was probably buying you shit. Everything might have been good in the Smith house. And then this, and this shit, shit comes. Just... And then Will just walk in the room and throw the phone <laughs> on the bed and look at this shit. Angela Yee just did blah 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 blah. So you need to explain yourself. So, so what you gonna do now? Yeah. So now what you gonna do? Ass gonna get on this red table talk. <laughs> I bet you that. Oh. So I get it, Will. At the end of the day, like, bruh, if you you sneak, if you do dirt, if you do whatever, whatever they decided on doing, you need to start having these motherfuckers sign some NDAs. That that's something. That's the real tragedy here. That is the real. Where tragedy. Where was the How NDA? The <laughs> Did y'all not manage that the way it should have been managed? <laughs> she just thought this little kid don't know no better. Who gonna believe August Alcina? Name Which one August Alcina song right now. <laughs> you can't. So Jada was like, to be mean, fair though, you talking to me and you know I don't know R and B like that. So <laughs> I know R and B and I can't think of one August Alcina song. What's the damn? We know. We all know the one August Alcina song. I know we do. What is it? But that just feeds into the idea that she did not see him as an equal and took advantage of him. Because she was like, I ain't got to worry about him. He ain't nothing. I'm just saying, you can't just be treating humans like that. But when yeah, you I, have, don't, I don't actually know any of these August Alcina songs. When you have, <laughs> I don't. Will and Jada are Will and Jada, right? They're like, I don't want to say a So because you hold them on a pedestal, they get to do whatever they want to? I'm saying if I'm fucking Jada right now, if Jada allows me to get a stitch of pussy, I ain't telling the soul. She tell me not to tell nobody. Of course, me but not being married. that's your prerogative. But then I can't... Fam, you caught feelings and she was married. I... I I just don't think that it's uh, to think that Jada didn't lead him on in the situation because they both said they were pretty much ready to file for a divorce. Yeah. So to act like it's only his fault, it is only his fault to be running his mouth and yada, yada, yada. But you also didn't cover your basis. Like you ain't played a game right. So can you get mad? Yeah, they they all fucked up. (laughs) Sure. I'll, I'll give you that. That is a hundred percent. So we'll just see what goes from here. And I'm, I'm, you know, 
No one knows what kind of, because like they said, this is four years old for them. Maybe even longer now. Mm-hmm. So, and then she tried to act like she didn't know when it happened. She was like, you know, uh, this year, year and a half, something like that. I don't even know. Like, it was just nothing. Um, But Will didn't look like he was over it. <laughs> and, you know, we don't know him. We don't know, like, what's going on. But <laughs> the memes of comparing Will's face to, like, when he's at his most downtrodden in pursuit of happiness. That shit is so funny. And he didn't really look like that through the whole interview. <laughs> it's just such a perfect screen grab <laughs> and makes me giggle every fucking time I see it on my timeline. Who we need to discuss. August is crazy. You know who else is bad shit crazy? Who? Who I'm looking at on Instagram right now. Cause I ain't forgot. Britney Spears. Let's just discuss okay, that okay. for a second. No, hold on, because we didn't get to talk about the memes. Oh, let's get in the memes. Because <laughs> entanglement has taken on a whole new level, a whole new definition. Mm-hmm. Entanglement is damn near the new situationship. <laughs> yeah. Because she he just said entanglement so many times. And then he finally was like, an entanglement? And everybody was like, <laughs> in Will's brain. Y'all was fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that's when you try to use a word that your partner don't know. Try to get away with some shit. Yeah, or try to like make it make light of it. Yeah, but like not, but not avoid it at the same time. Like, yeah, I'm admitting to it. Like, yeah, but it was not. just an entanglement. <laughs> it was just a little entanglement, you know, just a little entanglement. Yeah, y'all when body parts got serious. entangled together <laughs> over and over again. You dirty motherfucker. What was the memes <laughs> looking like? The fucking first of all, twenty year entanglement and it's um, balling. What's his name? Um, <laughs> what is his name? You know what? You are failing right now. You just said balling, Jim Jones. Thank you, Jim Jones and Christy. Oh, uh, yeah, because <laughs> they still not married after she uh, proposed. Did he say yes? Um, so they like yeah he said yes and then they broke up and then he supposedly proposed again they came back on loving hip-hop this year and they still doing the same shit but now chrissy got a job oh okay what's good for her (laughs) one of my favorite memes said will acting on hurt like he wasn't out here cheating with men too (laughs) that's what i hated now there's speculation that will smith is gay which is a video of like a massaging him and then Will says something like, uh, yeah, you you know exactly what a man wants or something. It's like, man, leave Will out of this shit. They said Alicia Keys somewhere laughing because her entanglement led to a marriage. <laughs> Ooh. Did you see the voiceover of the yes. Will uh, from Fresh the Prince? The episode where his dad disappears. Yeah. Why you don't want me, man? <laughs> and then they just dubbed it with all uh, Jada shit. Oh, yeah. that was cold but... um, uh, so August said I gave myself fully to that relationship and I could die today knowing I truly fully love someone and then Jada said and it's just a picture of some uh, old iPhone headphones tangled up yeah. <laughs> in a ball uh... um, Jada I didn't cheat it was an entanglement and then future and it's a dude writing notes <laughs> <laughs> Or if Future fucked around in the copy and paste of that shit, I know he gonna be using that. <laughs> and now um, it's a whole lot of people making August jokes and how uh, that's the thing. Will is not gonna be able to make it through August. <laughs> like that's gonna be a rough month. Mm-mm. Due to the events discussed on Red Table Talk, all men are allowed to cheat for the entire month of August. We doing it for Will, for Will and to heal. That shit hurt it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this girl said, I done been Jada, August, and Will. I'm not judging nobody. That part was better than any of it. If nothing else, it gave us these. I done and been, that made me feel good. I been Jada, I done been August, and I done been Will. <laughs> I done been Jada, I done been Will, and I think I might be August right now. Who fucking knows? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Entanglements, man. 
You got to be careful. Yeah. So we'll be posting some of that to the Instagram. So speaking of Instagram. Yes. There we go. Hey, y'all. Y'all remember back in the early 2000s, there was this woman, 16 years old, took over the fucking. Wait. Sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. But the other thing that was fucking irritating me about Jada was this. That little fake ass laugh she kept Uh, doing. Ooh, that shit was irritating the fuck out of me. (laughs) Like, laugh through the pain. Laugh through the pain. (laughs) You shit. You had to. You know that car ride home. Mm-hmm. Okay, some... okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. All right, go back. So uh, it was this pop icon, uh, crazy sensation. Oops, she did it again. Uh, and there was, you know, a lot of shit that comes out about her. But Britney Spears is on Instagram, and it is some of the wildest shit in the world to see one of the the one of the biggest stars on the planet at one point in time. And of course she she has like mental issues and it's a whole like fucking crazy story conspiracy about conspiracy theory. Well, it's not if conspiracy, you... it's true. <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> like her to get into a little bit of Britney Spears like her dad owns and controls all of Britney Spears' assets. Uh she is a ward to her father. Yes. And she can't like and she's 36. Without the dad's uh, approval or consent, and I don't think she has her children. And no, she doesn't have custody. Yeah, Britney Spears, and she has like mental health issues, and they say like she, somebody might have drugged her, or it's a whole bunch of conspiracy theories about that. But somebody gave her a cell phone with a camera on it, and she has been posting some of the wildest shit on Facebook. And it was one of those things where it was like, oh, my God, Britney's on Instagram. And there's a lot of celebrities that, like, get Instagram later and are, like, a little bit older and don't really understand social media and wild out on there. Kristen mm-hmm. Chenoweth is one of my favorites. She does <laughs> – she'll, like, hop on trends but does, like, <laughs> the middle-aged version of it, and it's really cute. And so everybody was like, look at Britney. She's so funny. Like, she's so iconic. And then it, like, slowly just progressed and just <laughs> dissolved into, like, wait, is Britney okay? Is it 2007 again? What's what's happening? Yeah, and it does it does feel like we are one day away from an IG live of her shaving her head. <laughs> like we're back at it. <laughs> I I wouldn't be mad at that if you take it an <laughs> IG live and just really just make it a 2020 version of the meltdown that happened in what 05, 04, whatever, like mm-hmm. ten years later. That should be kind 07. of fun. The thing is to like <laughs> what's really been happening lately because before she would just post pictures and the captions would be really crazy, but then now she started posting these videos of her <clears throat> dancing. <laughs> That's what um, you want to call it. I'm watching it right now. I'm using I'm using it loosely. I am, but um, and it it first was funny. Like one of I follow an account that is he's like a pop culture journalist and he's fucking hilarious and um he does dedications to jessica simpson um he reposted one of her dances to the theme song of the nanny and it was hilarious i might post that one um but then that was like the first one and now there's like a new one because she's getting attention so there's like a new one every couple of days and they all look just as crazy and she's like super sweaty and like (laughs) unkempt yeah i'm i'm looking like Whoever is deciding to let her do this deal, mm-hmm. it's like mind-boggling. It, she doesn't look all the way there. At all. Not anymore. Because there was a time period where she seemed like she was really doing well, especially during the residency in Vegas. She, it seemed like like maybe she just needed to like get back into her work. And like she's doing good. And then it just, before we realized, was just breaking down. I'm not going to lie, though, to keep it a whole buck. Number one, you know, crazy. Something about crazy. I just love mm. it. <laughs> aphrodisiac. It, <laughs> that's my finish <laughs> from the last episode. Uh, I'd, I'd still tap if I was given an opportunity and single. Brittany could still if get there's it. a, a, a possibility that they would cut his beard hair off, braid it, and then choke him with it, Charles would be like, <laughs> I'm down. Like, tell me we can more. get into an entanglement <laughs> tomorrow. We're like, what you say? <laughs> okay, I like this. I like this. might be into that. Yeah. 
what kind of a breed would it be? <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to mention her, man. If you if you want a, a good pick me up, or if you uh, feel like you want to, uh, yeah, you might if you're Amber the praying type or into vibes, you might want to send her some vibes. Yeah, def- definitely talk. To uh, just Google Britney Spears, and her Instagram sh- shows up. If if you just want to look at that horror, it's there for you to see. It sounded like you said whore, but I know you said horror. horror. She's not a whore. Didn't she say that in one of her songs or something? <laughs> well, she don't write her songs. Her daddy does. Damn. <laughs> yeah, Brittany out of there, cuz. Uh, I will say it is sad. That's one of the first CDs I ever had is the original, the blue CD with the pink flower on it. Mm. We all had it in our little binders. Not you, but you uh, know. Nah. By we, I mean my Caucasian sisters. <laughs> yeah. Them white folks had that shit. Oh. I when I step up in a piece, I ain't got <laughs> That's what, what I was. The first like music that you ever owned. Uh, that I bought myself was Usher. Uh, Confessions. I don't know what the first thing I bought was myself, but the first thing I ever had was a hand-me-down of a cassette tape of the first Spice Girls album, Spice. Mm. And I used to play it nonstop. Yeah, I can't remember like the first thing that was like given to me, but I definitely remember walking into Target. This is how I remember it. Uh, I walked into Target, I bought like a $40 or $50 CD player. It was non-skip or whatever. I bought... Ooh, non-skip. <laughs> then I bought uh, Usher's Confessions and then uh, whatever Missy Elliott album was out. We we go to a basketball tournament. We was in eighth grade. Basketball tournament, Texas Middle School. I put my CD player in my uh, luggage. Somebody stole that bitch. This man said luggage. <laughs> Your gym bag? That too. Your equipment bag? I called it luggage. Luggage. I was averaging like 45 points or some shit. <laughs> in eighth grade. <laughs> oh, man. Now that we're talking points. about it, two of the first CDs I had, weirdly, was um, <laughs> my dad bought the Trick Daddy CD that had the Let's Go remix on it for making a highlight film and then gave me the CD. <laughs> Damn. And then um, he bought me because I asked for it um, the speaker box Love Below. But Get I think out. the first thing I bought, I guess it was probably Backstreet Boys Black and Blue. Hmm. And then I had a Dixie Chicks album. They're now called just The Chicks. Yes. Dixie is out. Yes. Um, and then with the one where Earl had to die on it with the little bird prints on it. And then I think the first thing I bought and I like went to a Hastings to get <laughs> was um I want to say her name was Fifi Dobson. The CD was yellow and she was black and she sang alt rock, I guess. I I need to look this up real quick. All too. this shit sound crazy as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, Fifi Dobson. Who's married to Yellow Wolf? Wait a minute. What? <laughs> what? Just when you thought it couldn't oh. get any crazier. <laughs> That's weird. Um, oh, yeah, she had a song. So Take Me Away was a music video that I distinctly remember seeing in the morning getting ready for school. But Stuttering which came out a little bit later. Take Me Away was from that that CD that I'm ca- talking about, which is 2003. So yeah, that makes sense because I was in sixth grade. Um, Stuttering didn't take off, but I fucked with that song. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that was when I didn't know what I liked. You was just a young, young little Jordan out here in these streets trying to find your lane. With the outcast and Fifi Dobson and, and the then, Dixie Chicks. And then you seen the little black wee-wee jump one time and it was... Oh my god all over and that is why your mama can't be on this podcast cannot be on this podcast i cannot deal with these people people are starting a facebook campaign on my facebook 
to put my mom on this podcast and just don't understand she has a strict rule not to even listen to the podcast <laughs> what do y'all think would happen if kathleen was on this damn podcast right now Lord god i can't lie i kind of want to make this shit crack that would be the funniest it would have to be only for like five minutes and yeah maybe we could do like a questionnaire yeah. What would be funny is like a who knows the other one better. Because then I'm a roast her ass because she don't know shit. Who knows the other one better? Yeah, like one of those um, tags from like YouTube where like you ask like you ask a question. Oh, and you yeah. Don't have the answer. I got you. I got you. And then hilarity ensues. Yeah. And and discussion. I could just be the the one. Yeah, you'll be the question. moderator. Yeah. Yeah. We we gonna work that out. We gonna yeah, get. Can we come up with this quick. idea now? Yeah, real quick. That ain't take long at all. <sighs> Damn. But no, nah, that'll open up a can of worms, fam. Because then she'll listen every biggest. week. She'll know, but that's actually so. You don't have to worry about that because she'll know how to do it. So, but we wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> she wouldn't you. be able to figure it out, Appreciate and I don't have to give the instructions. Boom, boom. We got it. Uh. So let's let's talk about uh, some sports. Okay, let's, some sports. Yeah, man, a little foosball. The only thing we can talk about because we ain't actually gonna see sports for a while, Bruh, Sports Unless is happening. Watch soccer. <laughs> Baseball is coming back to twenty third, and I'm watching that <laughs> shit just for the pure fuck of it. <laughs> the NBA is coming back at the beginning of August. Do something. Yes, they are trying. The NBA said we don't give a fuck if COVID is walking in downtown. Florida right now, like yeah, has become a sentient being and is knocking over skyscrapers. <laughs> we <give laughs> We're gonna no play fun. some basketball. LeBron and them on their way now. LeBron there now. Uh so they in a bubble, and I'm going to uh Orlando uh the first week. August myself. I'm gonna run into Oh, oh you finna go hang out with <laughs> I'm putting on a goddamn Mickey Mouse t shirt. I'm running my ass to the wild world of sports in Orlando. <laughs> my God, I'm going to meet LeBron. <laughs> Just don't give him the COVID I got. Uh, <laughs> but that's not why I brought up sports. Uh, the Washington okay. Redskins uh-huh. uh, just announced that they're changing their name. Literally, right <laughs> before we started recording the podcast. And I believe that we've discussed before, like, it is crazy how one notion George Floyd's death has woke up America so much now corporations are like this shit is racist ain't it let's go ahead and change (laughs) so uh, it was just great to see that the Washington Redskins which is a horrible name for uh, a football team it is very derogatory to the Native Americans yeah so and this is the thing a lot of people were like "Uh, too little too late uh it should never been that. It should never be here. Are we supposed to get him a cookie? Like whatever, whatever. I, I get that it's a small gesture, but the fact is, people have been fighting this shit for decades, and they just it is it's still a monumental thing that it is changing, and could possibly set the precedent for the next wave. We've got a high school here in Dallas that is getting rid of the rebels' name. How many fucking schools in the South are their high school is Robert E. Lee? Yeah. And they are the rebels. Yeah. If we can push a wave to where this is part of history and not present day, then just take it for what it is. Like, yeah, we got bigger fish to fry, but like, can we celebrate the little bumps here and there? And we're just the bystanders. Like, we're not even Native Americans. Uh, right. This is really, you know, uh, a victory for them because. It's crazy if you're a Native American uh, fan of football uh, and every Sunday you got to see what the Redskins did. It's just like mm-hmm. me if I just had to look at the sports ticketer and every day just see niggers or Negroes or. And then or and then they have queens. to. Now, here's the thing that's really going to have some people hot is um, the Chiefs doing the tomahawk chop. Mm. The Chiefs and uh, Florida State. Well, they're debating Florida State changing is that did you tell me that or was it somebody else Mm-mm, i didn't know that uh so yeah oh, i was uh i went golfing with a buddy uh and he told me that the seminoles are being changed are considering it uh 
nobody's ever said anything about the Chiefs, but I think that the Chief is a derogatory. The Tomahawk may well, be. It's the, yeah, that's what I'm talking about is the action. Because that's what they do is they play the, the song mm-hmm. and they do all of that, which is a stereotypical, like, characterization of Native people. Yeah. Which people have been saying for years is, like, fucking gross. And then I went to school at Waxhatchee. They are the Indians. When we first moved to Waxhatchee, there was a um, movement to try to get the name changed, and it fell through. Mm. We also played the same song, also did the Tomahawk Chop, also have a <laughs> like 20-foot statue of a man in 70s coaching attire with like a, a super-fitted green polo, super-fitted white pants, prestos, and a giant headdress on. That is so fucked up. Mm. It's insane. And I don't know if they call him Big Chief or if that was just something that they said around the uh, football offices or what. I think they call him Big Chief too. But it's just accepted. So that's just what they do. Yeah. I mean. Or, so, you know, during your alma mater when you everybody has like a hand sign mm-hmm. at Waltachi, you put your thumb out and turn your hand so that your thumb is like parallel to the floor because it's supposed to be a hatchet. We have a lot of a lot of logos with the hatchet going sideways like a like an arrowhead, mm-hmm. basically. Hmm. Anyway. Is that problematic <laughs> or I don't know. Well, Indians alone is problematic, so Yeah, because they weren't Indians. So there in of itself, you gotta redo everything. Mm-hmm. Now that Washington is getting a new team name what do you think they should be called well i was talking to someone this week and he was saying um i already forgot what he said now (laughs) i was really paying attention i think like the continentals because that's where i'm here for something funky i want something wild the continental army they need to rebrand the whole shit I'm looking for like some powerful and I don't know. Number one, the Redskins are garbage. The our Washington DC's football team is garbage. Uh so maybe this maybe will this be rebrand. The, yeah, this will be the fresh start they need. Maybe. Uh they're almost the worst in the NFC East. Um, Maybe like the elephants are the hippos, the rhinos, the rhinos. Here comes the third, the herd, <laughs> the third. Here comes the herd. <laughs> um, they have to rebrand, come up with some whole new shit. My thing is like my dad's a, a Redskins, a, a Washington D.C. football team uh, <laughs> fan, uh, and we just bought him a jersey, uh, Sean Taylor jersey. And now this shit is going to be useless. Like, you can wear it and be an asshole if you want, but... But that's... I mean, that's happened multiple times before. Like, the Titans were not the Titans. They were the no Oilers. Oilers. Yeah. Um, The uh, Thunder was not the Thunder. They were the Sonic. It happens. Yeah, it's happened throughout all the professional leagues. So it's not... But for us, it's only happened twice. The Oilers went us. to Houston while we were alive. Well, yeah, while we were alive, but the throughout the history game. of the league, it's happened multiple times. Yeah. Teams change cities, and then they change logos. Hell, L.A. proved you can make your shit as ugly as possible. If and you it's want still, to. yes. Yes, they did. <laughs> um, nobody was. So it's not, like, not feasible to do. Although I understand it's, like, one of, like, the first and has been around for, like, a, a while. The whole argument for that's a, that's tough to rebrand you can do it, and you got the money to do it. Yeah, these are billion dollar teams. Talking <clears throat> about, and one like you just said, one of the most historic uh, teams in the franchise, or one of mm-hmm. the most historic franchises in the league. So, mm-hmm. you know, tough that shit up. Uh, Dan Snyder, you know, said he gonna do that shit. Uh, ESPN reports. So, good luck. We shall see what they'll be called. The unicorns. Yeah, man. There you go. LGBT. You know what I'm saying. Make all this shit. You know it's a high school in Texas who is the unicorns, right? Really? <laughs> Do they play sports? Or are they like in uh, they have a theater? Decent 
football team, stupid. It's New Braunfels High School. Oh, I just thought they'd be real good at like band and theater and See, flag, flag girls. No, they have hella fucking. Um, they have all the sports. Okay, they're all just yes. They were. They've had this mascot since since 1928. Oh, okay, that's cool. Like I said, the theater team probably cracking now. Uh, Boy, you are trash. Very toxic today. Um, it's Toxic Sundays. Uh, what what is else are we talking is? about? Yeah, Toxic Sundays. Let's talk about your boy. Jesus, it's an election man. year. It is an election year. <laughs> Look, man. COVID. COVID. We need to really consider some shit, y'all. Oh, Lord. Kanye is running for president. Now. That he announced on July 4th. Yes. And he's running with the birthday party, which is hilarious. (laughs) Uh, We all know and understand, you know, Kanye be tripping. But what if he actually, because I don't think this is real. I just think he's becoming a distraction. What he likes to do. Uh, But what if he actually did run in 2024? What if he... Pulled some shit, actually picked a fucking party, and ran. I think he would not be worse than Trump. I think he could do more good than bad. He would he would have us in a nuclear war before Trump would. Hell no. Imagine Kanye and that ego with the codes. Really think about that shit. Trump got the codes? He's been pissed mm-hmm. off Kim Jong-un since day damn one. We ain't in a mm-hmm. war. No, that's his friend. He That's why. <laughs> yeah. I don't see... Nah. <laughs> I can't... Usually I ride with you on the apologist Man. roller coaster, but I'm I'm sitting this one out. Look. I see lightning. I can't. Not today. Look, Kim Kardashian would be an amazing first lady. He said his cabinet would be Kim... Relax. Elon Musk... <laughs> So we will be on a technological advancement. Elon, plug my microphone. Elon is flying out out of space in a car, my nigga. He he got this the twenty twenty seven Tesla. You don't got to name a child to run the president. Look, Trump. Trump is an idiot. He got baby mamas and shit. Kanye that's, really got. That's what that's what makes you an idiot these days. That's the context for that. All right. Let me get to my adjective. All Kanye right. got all his kids with one lady. Elon only got, you know, a wife and shit. You know, uh, Kanye do shit like, you know, buy stock for Kim and shit. I ain't really got no good reasons. He Kanye would. <laughs> he would clean up Chicago. He'd make okay. Chicago great again. Okay. Uh, he moved the White House to Chicago. He would. I think he would. <laughs> um yeah, I, I think out of the two. How much golf would he play? Can you imagine the type of shit he would wear? He'd be the swaggiest president ever. <laughs> With the moon a, boots. Bruh. Are them stupid these, ass. New, these new foam shits he got yeah. in four different <laughs> equally bad cuts <laughs> <laughs> designs. Look, man, he is trying. This man made some bike helmets into a shoe. Kanye. He said the inside of that bike helmet, that shit looks like some footwear. The next way, boom, genius. I'm a genius. They're reselling for $300. Take a selfie. Let's get it done. They're reselling. (laughs) Kanye can't be bad. They're reselling low-key as pop art more than shoes. That may be the case, but he is still doing great things. Historical. He signed a 10-year deal with Gap. He's making good clothes again. He, uh, it's relative. He's made a new song, making music great again. His Did wife that song is, make music great again? Yes. Don't don't I, at me. I don't challenge. I hear me. where you're going with this, and I don't really like it. But go ahead. His wife is freeing African Americans out of the prison. She's making black people great again. Uh. Kanye is going to make America great again, man. There, I said it. <laughs> there. It's out there now. Where do we go from here? 
you want to fight me or something? I mean, if I had to pick between Biden, Trump, and Kanye, I'm picking Kanye every time. Boy, you sound silly. Twice on Sunday. Biden low-key sounds <laughs> like he has special Monday. needs. He he don't need to run anything. He probably can't run his household, let alone the office. <laughs> we see what Trump has done in four years. He don't even believe COVID is real. He had to be pressed up just to wear a mask. <laughs> they had to really charge his beanie up for that. Kanye would wear a mask, okay? Mm-hmm. And it would be a swaggy mask at that. It would be. And then he would, he would have sweater sleeves. He would and it would have a little bit America of um, curated dollars. dirt on it. He would he would Kanye would give us reparations. I know that much. Maybe. It depends on what kind of mood he's in that week. Is he in a we chose to be slaves mood or is he in a I like black people mood? He also and denounced I'm not Trump. Bush. He denounced Trump. I saw it. Yes, he did. But he also could change his mind next week. Look, man, he <laughs> we just talked about ebbs and flows and how in relationships they <laughs> that's what Kanye is doing. He has ebbs and flows, man. Let him rock. You just gotta work with him. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm here okay. for Kanye. Kanye 2024. I will be on the campaign trail with him if he decides. I'll quit my job. <laughs> Charles is going to be the Dallas leader of... <laughs> in a heartbeat. That's not even a question. The Kanye campaign oh office. Oh my God. Be the one sending you emails. Hey, yeah, you, you, donated in, <laughs> you haven't donated in over a month. Do you have a moment to talk about our Lord and Savior, Kanye West? <laughs> <laughs> Just on the street screaming. Oh man. Look, I'm I'm here for it. I think I think this will be great. Kanye would, would do also, man. Then this is why you need to vote. This is why you must be <laughs> the one to stop this madness and get your ass out there to vote against people like Charles. <laughs> I'm writing them in. <laughs> I swear I would. God, that You're not even going to vote. <laughs> you don't know my life, Jordan. <laughs> me and Charlie going to be out there in them polls. I'm All right. Push it in. Got fuck, got me fucked up. I ain't doing no code. <laughs> uh, do we want to discuss what's my secret? Oh, we can. <laughs> this is my new favorite thing. <laughs> um, it's on YouTube. So MTV has done this. Um, I don't know if this was well. It hadn't been planned because this shit was filmed back in like the fall. They have like hoodies and shit on. Um, they released a whole bunch of new digital content on their youtube there's like a dating show with a lot of the wild and outcasts on it that i watched for like a second and it was way too cringy for me um it was like punked mixed with like (laughs) um what was that boiling point where they would just make people mad and if you survived you would get money Mm -hmm. um it's like (laughs) mixed with like a dating show so someone comes on complains about their significant other sends their significant other on a date to like see if they'll cheat um, and then they sit in a control room and like watch them and like talk shit. So like the comedians are funny, but also this is clearly fake. And if it's not fake, why are you doing this? Anyway, that's not the point. And I don't even know what that's called. There's another show, part of this release called What's My Secret, which is an old ass concept. It was like a radio show back in like the 20s. Then it was a TV show. Nickelodeon had a version of it where people got slimed. Um, but it's hosted by Carlos Miller. And Brittany Broski. And it is the weirdest, most perfect combination. And then they'll have just like a random uh, celebrity. And I say that in quotations, like MTV types and whatever mm-hmm. with them. And then they'll bring out people and they have to guess what their secret is. And the first episode I watched, the secret was that the girl was a sex witch. And you can just imagine <laughs> Carlos and her interactions. I, like when I say... I watched four episodes in my living room at like one o'clock in the morning and I was screaming, hollering at this show. It is so stupid and is the perfect amalgamation of all the things that I fucking love. Hmm. Weird ass people, Carlos Miller's type of humor, Brittany Broski's type of humor. The second part is one of my favorite digital uh, things. I don't know who does this. It's like Elle or 
Marie Claire or whatever, whenever um, actors are on their like promotional tours and they like stop and you can see they do a million different YouTube videos and everybody has their different ones. There's one that does the where you feel in the box and try to guess what it is, but you can't see it. Mm-hmm. And it's like an animal or some shit. The second phase of this show is they're trying to they get a clue in a box that they have to touch. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. Mm. And I mean like screaming and I'm not not an exaggeration hollering and I've watched most of them twice cuz they're like I don't know, 6 minute videos. If you have some time to kill, what's my secret on MTV's YouTube channel? Okay. I'm gonna peep that shit. I mean, and it was such a weird horrific. combination of people and <laughs> I just love it. I just love it so much. I love it so much. It's the best. Damn. You said a sex witch? Yes. Which immediately Brittany said, so can you do some, so do you do stuff with period blood? And she was like, oh, period blood's great. Cover yourself a candle in it, light it. Think of <laughs> whoever it is you'd like to hex. <laughs> I don't know what she said. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's some wild-ass conversations that smell leads to, uh, Carlos said, uh, I, who knew I have a whole room full of magical socks? <laughs> <laughs> Put that together how you will. Show is fucking great. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Freaky deaky. I never was that, that kid. That was always weird to me. I always have a memory of one of our homeboys saying he cut a hole in the back of a teddy bear and I'll never forget it. Damn. <laughs> hey man, you young and dumb. You do dumb shit. <laughs> I have a lot of that's stories of I can tell. That would terrify me about having boys. That's that's the part. I was just talking about this week that I if I have kids, I would be very like I'm excited to like get to puberty with girls. Not for like the mood swings and shit, because I'll be ready to fight. I because I know what kind of karma is coming for me. Like, <laughs> it, I'll, it'll keep, it'll be everything for me to keep my hands to myself. I know <laughs> once we get to that point, I will never want to whoop them when they're little. But when they get to their teenage years, if it's, if I have girls, and the just what I got coming to me because of what I put into the universe as a teenager <laughs> mm. is bad. But I'm excited for that because I just feel like. I could do a, a really good job at it. Like I have certain like whatever ideals. Boys are so nasty <laughs> and I can't <laughs> deal. Yeah. From like nasty. eight on. We nasty. We live nasty. We are nasty. Once you figure <laughs> out what your wee wee do, then shit get real weird. Yeah. Hey man, it's, it's just something you, you got to go through it. It's the circle of life. <laughs> You stop being nasty at like 97 or 98. Like men are nasty from the time we figure out what nasty is till death. Like you're nasty. You just do do it. I do some shit sometimes and then afterwards I'll be like, what the fuck was that was horrible. <laughs> what the fuck was going on with me? Being very talk to my therapist about this. Yeah, man. So, it is what it is. Yeah, that shit's stressful. Yeah. Y'all have kids, man. Procreate. Do this shit. Make babies. This shit awesome. Because COVID is fake and here to control you. Yeah, man. Niggas is having COVID babies. It's a real thing. All right, Miss Brady. Go ahead and wrap us up. 2020 continues to be a rough one, no matter how much we try to fake the funk, force ourselves back out in the world just to be grounded again. But you may consider it a success if you manage to finish this year having avoided any entanglements. Any of them. That, that is. <laughs> so far, I'm failing. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> you need to say that affirmation every morning. I will not be an entanglement. I will not be an entanglement. I will not be an entanglement. <laughs> I will not be discussed at a red table. I will not be discussed at a red table. Oh, that is the title for the episode. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, so anybody who's listened to this episode, uh, we tried a new format to record. Uh, let us know if you fucking with it or not. 
because it seems like we are going to be recording separately for the rest of the year. (laughs) Yeah. And with this, we'll be able to uh, actually have guests in effectively. And I will convince Jordan to let people come on the podcast shortly. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, uh, whatever you do out here in these streets, motherfucker, just don't be the next meme.